Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix vs. Cinema, the podcast that tries to find out whether there is actually a fight going on between Netflix and cinema, finds out whether it's pointless or whether we should all just rejoice because guess what? We have so much good stuff to watch now. My name is Tosin and I am joining you fresh off a chase down the motorway from Essex, but I'm joining you from somewhere in the Midlands near Coventry and joining me on the Isle of Wight are Sharon. Hello. And Sean. How have you guys been doing today? Drowning. Yeah, it's been wet today, isn't it? It's just constant all day. It's been a day of it. Yeah, we are. The Isle of Wight is sinking. I think if I hadn't known better, I would have said someone has pulled the plug out in the middle, and it, we are slowly sinking underwater. That's look. But we are turning into a a swamp. Oh, I don't think it's just the Isle of Wight. I was driving. Oh, as I said, I drove from Essex today, just so rushing back from my parents' place to get here, and I pretty much came out of the car, sat down, and started recording this. And um, and quite frankly, being outside is like walking in a swimming pool. <laughs> it's just yes. It just feels. It just feels like what? What? Where is what? The thing that gets me is like, where is all this water going to go? Where is it going? <laughs> but and I know that there's things about the water cycle and everything like that. But yeah, whatever, whatever. It's a bit crazy. But um, so we have had uh a, a bit of a full week of watching things. I think Sharon, you said that due to your due to work getting rained off today, you ended up just watching something. Yes, I um. Yes, this morning, mornings tend to be errands in our house, and then afternoons tend to be a bit more relaxed, so I did manage to get a film in this afternoon. Okay. But that's the only thing I have seen all week. <laughs> well, I know, I know what you have. Okay, we've had another one of those weeks. I have managed to see one thing in the cinema, and that is a bit of an old thing. I managed to see Sonic the Hedgehog because I was like, I need to feed that teenager in me. That <laughs> that needs to see this film. That teenager that thought that Sonic and all that kind of stuff. When I remember in the nineties, the Mega Drive, the Sega Mega Drive versus the Super NES wars, and it was all that. Yeah, that 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 was my childhood, and I was like, okay, regardless of what I think this film might be, I need to go watch this film. Uh, so I managed to see that. And Sean, you once again have managed to be the man who saw everything. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly, you know. Honestly, I mean, because I was writing up the title description for last week's podcast, and I actually went, I actually said it on there. And Sean manages to be once again the man who saw everything. Yeah. And I, I so wanted because that sounds like a classic film title. Like I'm talking, like you know, the third man, sort of like yeah. 1950s MGM film title. I still wanted to get the incredible shrinking man. Exactly. Yeah, Quick one for you. Who was starred in the man who loved cat dancing? Oh, it's a western. That no, was a Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. I would have guessed yeah. Burt Lancaster, but yeah, yeah one of those. <laughs> Sorry, just going off on a tangent. No, no, it, it, it is your way, Sean. Which I will talk about later. It is your way, Sean. And so, yeah. It, so and um, yeah. Well, so I was, I was saying that, and I was almost, I was like, oh, we should make a poster for that for Sean, the man who saw everything, and get like a James Bond type theme song. He is the man, the man who saw everything. <laughs> because... Everything there was to see. Yeah, because Sean, that is you. I'm sorry, but that's right. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, I do. I, 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 I do try sometimes. Although really, it's not that many, you know. No, no. I mean, yeah. So when you think about it, uh, if you don't watch television, then. Yeah, I mean that's, that's it. I'm not, evening, it. I'm not really a big TV fan, and a lot lot of the time is if I'm over mainland, I, I catch films because I don't yeah. like you know if I visit my mum, I don't like that Saturday voice dance 
So when you, so essentially yeah. you go to have some nice family time. Saturday evening, your mum says, "Do not disturb me," and you're like, "All right then, I'll go to the cinema." Well, yeah, no, it's sort of the other way around. You go, oh, we're going to watch the voice or something like that. And I go, oh, mum, there's this film at the cinema that I really want to see. Oh, that's all right then, son. Off you go. So, so yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I've got your keys. Yeah, yes, mum, I've got my keys. <laughs> I might be in bed when you get back. I said, okay. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, cool. So what we, so what we usually do at this show is that we take, uh, usually we, we put films head to head. We put Netflix and cinema head to head. And we'll have three rounds where we'll have a film from cinema against something that we saw on Netflix. And we will rate them all out of five, take an average, and at the end of the show, we'll tell you who has won this week, Netflix or cinema. We also have a section at the beginning of the show where we say, okay, there are things that we're not going to put into the head-to-head, be it because somebody else has already seen it and we one of us is just going to go see it and has given a report back, or be it that it's something that we're like... like this week, Sean really, really wants to talk about, but we couldn't find space for it in the head-to-head. So this week, the films we'll be talking about in cinema will be The Invisible Man, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Dark Waters. And on Netflix and Friends side, we'll see Skin, which Sharon saw on Amazon Prime. Hello? Yeah, I yep. did. Yep. Um, Hunters, which Sean saw on Amazon Prime. And Modern Love, which I saw on Amazon Prime. Okay, forget it. This is Netflix, but this is cinema, Amazon Prime versus yeah, Cinema. It's Amazon this week, though. Amazon Prime versus Cinema. Netflix, I did have, I did see Boy Jack Horseman season six, but I'm saving that for next week uh, because I definitely want to put that in the head-to-head. All right, so now we will kick off the also runs, and I went to see a film called The Lighthouse, which Sean, you saw, you spoke about it last week, and, and I think the official review of this was actually done by... Uh, London correspondent Holly. Yeah, Holly, yeah. Yeah, and I think after I went to see this and I was telling you guys what I had seen this week, I put up on a on a WhatsApp conversation that I'd seen the the lighthouse and Sean, you were commenting on my comments on what I said about the lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the visual equivalent of that, huh? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it pretty, so, so come on then, spill the beans. It pretty much is. It pretty much is. It was. It was like I've seen the lighthouse in brackets dot 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 question mark exclamation mark. <laughs> okay, so the lighthouse. Um, I think everything that you and Holly said, I cannot agree with you guys more. I mean, the 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 film. I mean, when the film started off, I was like, oh, my word, I am liking this because the sound design is awesome. The cinematography is awesome. It it honestly, honestly looks like a film that was made in a bygone decade. Like we're talking like, you know, 50s, 60s, like beginning of the 60s kind of. It actually looks like that. Maybe move further back. It, it looks a little bit like, uh, you know, oh, that's it. You know, The Seventh Seal. Ingmar Bergman. Oh yeah, seven seal, yeah. Yeah, there's bits about this film where if if it wasn't for the fact that I recognized the actors and you know, if I didn't recognize the actors and you said, Oh, this was a film that was made back, you know, in black and white, I would I would buy it. There's there's bits about mm-hmm. this that I Yeah, Bergman film. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah, and oh, French French New Wave and all that sort of thing. Yeah, and and I just thought it was really and I thought it was really engrossing and then it carried and you're like, Oh, what's gonna happen here? What's going But then the longer the film went on the more that feeling ebbed and went away, and then it felt like the film was just going on a bit too long. And I'm going, I'm going to be honest that I got bored. 
I actually I actually got bored and I got to a point where I was like, okay, cool, just get to the end. Get to the end, which yeah. is <laughs> get to the end. I was like, get to the end. Uh, look, I, we already know. I know this, you know this, you know that it's not going to make any sense. The end is gonna come out of nowhere. So just get to the end. Why are you why are you throwing more stuff at the screen? I do think the film's too long. I, I do think the film is too long. And mm. it and there's bits of it where it feels like, you know, I'm not sure whether you guys have ever gone to like like a student film festival or a student stage production and they have all these different vignettes and they make all these different short films. It feels almost it feels almost like a a, a series of short films put together. It's just they just happen to have the same actors in every single short film. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've seen some of those. Yeah, yeah, and it's and the performances are great. It is one of those things. It's one of those things that you have to sit down afterwards and go. Hang on a second. Hang on. Yeah, there were pretty much only two people in that film, and while you're watching it, you don't realize that it's like while you're watching, it doesn't feel like oh my god, there's only two people here. I need I need something more, or anything, and it does. It, it, I totally understand what Holly was saying when she says that you know if someone can come and explain this film to me, that would be great because there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that may be a. Uh, it may be a cinematic sort of reference to something else. It may just be that somebody had a bad fever dream. It may just be experimental. And I applaud experimental. I think, oh yeah, yeah, go ahead, be experimental. But sometimes you have to you have to admit that hang on, but that just didn't make any sense. <laughs> so it's one of those films that I feel like I might be the Philistine going, I don't get why everybody's yelling about this and talking about it and giving it five stars and saying, oh, one of the films of the year or anything. It's different. That's good. But it's too long. I got bored and it, de- it deteriorates into, okay, I'm not sure any of this makes any sense. I, it, it just feels like people are putting stuff on the screen because, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. And then the film ends. But not, but not soon enough. Not soon enough. But, all, <laughs> but, uh, but all the same, I would still give it a three out of five. Cool. Yeah. Three out of five. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You, you do that sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. the watchable film. It's, it's, it's certainly an interesting watch, I think. For, but I think it's to me, it's probably a film you need to see at the cinema. I would say. Yeah, because I missed it at Newport, so yeah. I'm waiting for it to come on for that. Well, it never, that, Newport, never came to the island. Did it not? That no. might be one. Well, yeah. it, it, it's no, actually... but they had a massive. Do you know what's so weird? They had a massive display for it. Yeah, it's all geared up for it, and I thought I must have missed it. It must have been on like twice, and I missed it. No, so it didn't come. It didn't, it didn't come. The the they showed it in the Commodore in Pride. But, I, think I, mean, it, I saw it when I, I saw it when I was over on the mainland. So. It, it didn't actually come over here. It it wasn't actually over here for for a while. But then after the whole Oscars thing, they made a special screening. Odeon did a special screening in a whole bunch of audience across the country where for oh, one night right. you could watch The Lighthouse. So I went, all right, cool. Let's go see it. Let's go see um, if... Uh, it, let's go see if uh, Sean and Holly were, were right and all that and because everybody's raving about this film. Let me go see whether... It, and I, was just, I just walked out of it going... It, it's kind of... You know when you've... You know when you see something and you feel okay, that was a student film, but in the bad possible, in the worst possible way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's what it felt a bit like to me, and I, I just feel like I'm missing whatever it's, it is everybody is raving about. Yeah, I mean it's quite interesting in the fact that we we you know the ones that have seen it, and it's obviously caused a lot of lot of interest, a lot of, some perhaps Coventry, uh, controversy. Yeah, Coventry and, and things <laughs> like that. So so obviously you, you know it is one of those those films. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah so it's uh, i would i would recommend watching it but be be warned it's it's not the kind of film that you're going to walk away going oh yeah that was a story that i totally got what was going on i feel like it's the kind of film you're going to walk away and everybody's going to you're going to try really hard and you're going to grasp really hard and you're going to and then you're all going to come up with different examples or different possibilities of what that meant it's it's i feel like it, you know the you know the film mother that we spoke about a couple of years yeah, ago. yeah 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 which I, I really liked yeah i really That's, i really yeah, like so mother true. this holds together a lot less than a mother does uh, i i all feel right. yeah i feel like story-wise i'm like okay what's going on okay is uh, because if if it, 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 it might just be as simple as it's a descent into madness and then if it's just a descent into madness i'm not entirely sure that that's interesting so so it's yeah so anyway anyway but 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 that was me but as i said i'll still give it a three out of five uh, i think it's brilliantly okay. shot brilliantly acted great atmosphere around it i'm just not sure that it's being used being put to a a, a worthy end but anyway, now Sean, you said you saw something this week that you wanted to talk about. Really. I did, and so we I did. Get, before we get to the head-to-head, before we get to the head-to-head, yes, okay. So I watched a movie, and I got really interested in it. It was um, it was called Going Clear: uh, Scientology and the Prison of Belief, 2015 movie or documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it won, went to Cannes, and apparently got, got a couple of awards and stuff. Now the reason I watched this is because I think I might have said to you before, but. Once I did a, a net, I took some people, a, some students in a minibus to East Grinstead for a netball tournament. And I had to park the bus. They said, oh, you can park the bus down there. And as I walked past, there was this massive, huge monster, like castle building with ramparts. And, and it was the sci- home of this, like the main base of Scientology. And I actually went in there. I thought, well, this is interesting. I'm going to go in and have a look. And it was really, it was quite interesting. But, and this, this really, um, good-looking young girl comes down and says, oh, I'll show you around if you like. And, that's yeah, how they get you. That's how they get you. And I noticed there was a young... And they said, oh, do you want to do this? This um, They call it auditing, where you hold things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, anyway, so, I mean, I wasn't particularly interested, but I just found it really amusing. I thought, yeah, I know what this is. It's just, just, just the money-grabbing thing. Anyway, so I watched this, and this is a film where you've got, like, four high-ranking, or got right up to the level, that have okay. said... They're going, they said, you know, they've actually, they're actually poo-pooing the whole thing and saying how it all works. And then it goes into the history. Now, the thing is, with religions in America, under the First Amendment, they're tax-free. Right? Yeah. So, and the IRS, one, one of the scientist doctrine is if someone attacks you or someone, they call them, what do they call them? Subversive people. Oh, yeah. You have to go for them. You have to attack them. That's like you, you really find out everything. Anyway. So the IRS go after the Scientology one. So they get all these loads and loads of people to sue the IRS and sue all the people individually. For, they're getting people to do all these lawsuits. And in the end, the, the IRS says, well, okay, we recognize you as a religion, so that's exempt, right? And it's like, well, okay. So, and then it's, it's about how it gets bigger and bigger. And they, they basically start off, and it's a really, really, good thing but as you get higher up the level you go clear this is where this is going clear as you get rid of all your oh yeah i I won't go into the scientology thing anyway yeah basically it's uh, the story then they say they've got their tom cruise and john travolta as their front end yeah basically with this tom cruise when he got off with mid um nicole kidman he's sort of saying that nicole kidman's dad was a really really like super top psychologist like that so nicole 
Kidman was a subversive, so they did everything they could to break him, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman up, you know, like bugging the phones and being horrible and all that. So that, and then with Tom Cruise and they sort of treat it, and John Travolta, they treat him like lords, you know what I mean? They give him all stuff and that's what, because they're the front men of the organisation. Yeah. And there's all sorts of really, really nasty, nasty stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. And so these whistleblowers are they former? Science yeah, they're former. Science yeah, science so they, they're the ones who have come out of the movement. But but they're getting loads of hassles and loads, of, and they've shown bits where like people turn up at their houses and saying, "Oh, you know, you're horrible, and we're going to sue you, and you're going to go bankrupt." Yeah, it's 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 a fascinating, fascinating documentary, and um, apparently you could, when you go up these levels up the, the Church of Scientology, you you get to look at the whatever level it is, which is writings by Ron Hubbard, which are still yeah. handwritten. Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard, yeah. People being frozen, spacecrafts coming down, freezing people, dropping in volcanoes. It's just like, it's... And the people, the thing is with this, I know the Scientologists probably try to discredit them, but it's really, it's so, it's such a good movie that um, it was fantastic, really. I, I, I mean, I really, really like this film. Um, documentary was it was do you feel you've got a better understanding of scientology yeah or... i think so I, I mean i knew about it before when i knew ron what it's dianetics I, ron Hubbard and all that. Yeah, yeah i didn't know how it had become so big and it's basically the accounts wise they're like they have they so have much land it. they and you know it's a cult started off as a book called dianetics and then because it was losing the start with scientology they sued the irs until they pressured the irs so it could be recognized as a religion yeah as religions it's tax exempt so everybody has to pay all this money. And basically, they've got this thing called the C, C, C Corps or something like that, which get paid 40p, 40 cents an hour for like scrubbing debt. And if you're, if you're bad, you get sent to this place in the hole where you do really, really bad things. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, crazy. But they say that, for, that, but even these people were saying they sort of accepted the fact it was really weird, but, you know, basically brainwashing. And when they do this, when they do this, um, auditing which is where you hold the things and you say you say all the stuff yeah. if you get bad they, they've got all this stuff against you because everything's written down everything's recorded so oh you're you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah it's great you need to see it you need to see it it's just like, because because yes. the, the, uh, through the years there have been a couple of different documentaries made about scientology i know that there was one that a bbc a bbc reporter made bbc yeah yeah they that, mentioned that in the film yeah about, um, that, that he made and and um because scientology is is uh what's the word famously secretive so they yeah. they never come out and rebuff anything they never come out and do uh no this is actually what scientology is thing uh, so and i would say most of the most of the things that you hear about it it are let me be honest overwhelmingly negative saying yeah 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 overwhelmingly I mean, except, say, for the say, people, except for the people that are in it you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So for the people um, that, but I know there was one. There was a, there's an actress called Leah Ramini who was in King of Queens, and she has a documentary that's like you know, Leah Ramini escaping Scientology. How she was in it, and she comes out, and everything that everybody says about it is just like this is not a good thing. But no. <laughs> so so it, it so the second I hear a Scientology documentary, I'm kind of thinking uh, it, it sounds like it might be the same thing all over again. And just sort of saying, yeah, bad. Now bad, this this bad. Is, this is slightly different because this is really top people in the top slots in the corporation actually yep. so you know i mean and and they've actually they admit that they did some really bad things themselves you know and there's lots of photo evidence of them dressed up in the in the um you know like 
really going to people because he was like a, one of them was like a lawyer you know one of them yeah. was like a lawyer and he would fight all the causes yeah so i mean yeah so it's basically they these were these were you know what i don't know paul haggis and jason it was five of them five of these people that i worked that they've got to get and, and they're all talking out against it so yeah. Oh, you know, um, okay, cool. It's, it's 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 well worth a watch. Seriously, it's well worth a watch. I, I mean, I, if I was if I was going to put this up against something, I'd give it a four. All right. If I was going to put it up if I was if I was going to put it up against because I mean even if you're not, it's just so interesting. Yeah. And and with you guys, I think you would find it really really interesting. Oh yeah. I really do. Yeah. Okay. Because, okay. You you say with you guys because Sharon and I both both profess to have a belief in yeah yeah in, in Christianity. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean I'm not saying it. No. I, no, 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 no. Bad. but but I mean, no, no, but I mean, I, just to see it because it is really interesting yeah. to give you an insight. Well, I don't it's, think it's any just, belief is if it's beyond scrutiny, then it it it's the wrong there. It's it's, it's dodge. It. Every yeah. system is it should be yeah. up for scrutiny. I mean, and it may be the fact that it's not provable, but you should still be able to scrutinise. And I think the fact that it's so secretive makes you think. It's you know, a bit. It's a bit dodge. <laughs> it's a, why are you so secretive? Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's because, it. Because I mean, as as any Christian will tell you, you know, yeah. you get everything but, flung but, at you over the years. So you think there's mm, nothing. I mean, there's as, nothing that people can't ask or don't. That's it. But I mean, as Christians, would you would you watch this or would you not? Just purely. I mean, I might I watch it as an in, as a sort of intellectual exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, to watch. But yeah, I, I wouldn't certainly wouldn't compare. No, uh, no, I mean, no, I no I, I'm not on about. I'm not on about. No, 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 but, yeah, I'm yeah. not on about. Some, I'm just saying that it's really, really interesting to actually see yeah. what a science fiction writer yeah, can but to be do honest, and how people can be yeah. influenced. You know, to be honest with you, Sean, I mean, there, there is. I will admit to at at one point in my life that if there was anything that was going to make any sort of belief system that I didn't hold look bad, I'll totally be there. I'll, I'll be watching it. I'll be taking notes. I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can use this again. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. Oh yeah, you're terrible, but I'm fine. So <laughs> I think so. Now I don't think I would watch it because I'm trying to find something to make them look bad. I think I would watch it because I'm just trying. I think over the years I've just become more and more interested in people and why people do certain stuff, especially stuff yes. that you would look at and you would think from the outside. Hang on a but, second. But that, the thing is with that doesn't me, make any sense. How they work. Yeah. The thing is, how many they work to get recognised as a religion, so they wouldn't have yeah. to pay income tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I would find that yeah. interesting. But that, that, I would also that, find that. it interesting about what is it that draws people in? Yeah. What do they? What need do they meet that people will, will yeah. accept things that on the surface it would sound nuts? If you said to someone that we're going to make you sort of do all this menial work to start off with, and then we're going to build you up so that it's like, what are they selling these people? That makes them that is so it. they want so much that they will do all these things, yeah, and we, on the hope that they'll become one of those elect, yeah, the, the, rather than being one of the, the many. Oh, well, Sharon, you, you, you know, you just put you just put an idea in my head. I'm just like, wait until I make my great documentary about Nigerian churches because <laughs> because it doesn't sound far from that and uh, but but that but if you get me starting talking about nigerian churches we'll be here a while and that is something i'm planning for <laughs> another podcast series i'm planning yeah, <laughs> another yeah. podcast series we could do that that would be a good podcast yeah. interesting Oh, yeah, no, they, I'm, I'm already lining it up i'm lining up people who are currently in nigerian churches all that kind of stuff to say okay good these are all the problems i have <laughs> and these are all the things I think that do not make sense. Why on earth are you doing this? And uh, I have to say, yes? on that note, um, my um, I ever haven't had many experiences with Nigerian preachers, but I did meet one once, 
And I have to say, it's the only church service I've walked out on. Wow. <laughs> was it gospel It was, to me, I didn't think he was biblical. So I, well, I, want, did... I wanted to challenge him and I couldn't, because it's the wrong forum. So I thought, if I can't challenge you biblically, then I, I'm going to well, So it... I must admit, I up and left. And he didn't like it. Sure, <laughs> I sure. had the eyes on me the whole way down yeah, the length of the yeah. room. But sure. I did, I got up and I left. Sean, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something, right? Okay, speaking to you as the kind of person who went who walked into a Scientology place just to see what the heck was going on, I think you would have an absolute ball in a Nigerian church in a stereotypical. Oh. In I, a, well, I've chosen. I've been. I've been. I tell you, I have been because I find religion so fantastic. So I've been to a kingdom hall. I've been to a Mormon tabernacle. Yeah, I just found it. Yeah, I got invited to. I've been seen Seventh Day Adventists and a Baptists. Yeah, you know, um, if I, I've. So, and it is, it's fascinating. When I was in Australia, I got invited to, um, I guess it would be charismatic. Like the, the yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, I, I just find it such an interesting thing. And what I find interesting about it is they're all like, say, oh, no, well, we're right, we're right, we're right, yeah. we're right, we're yeah. right. And there's all different things. And they're basically all the same. You know, they believe in God, they believe in Jesus, but this bit of Jesus. Like, I used to like Calvinist Mark. Yeah. I used to... Uh, Calvinism, you know, and I'm like, sure, what sure. You're telling me that, so, you know, anyway, no, that's, we're sorry, sure. we're on yeah, the yeah. film podcast. Well, it's, I just, it's just a fascinating subject for me. Anything sure. like that is fascinating. Sure, you know? you, I think you hit the nail on the head, but as I said, we're getting into the other podcast series that I'm hoping to start. We are, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. hit the nail on the head when you said, it's like, oh yeah, we all believe just, but no, no, but just this bit of Jesus, this bit is really important. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, but anyway. I, okay, I, yeah, we'll, we'll drop that, sorry. We'll, we'll drop that, just we'll move on, we'll yeah, it, I'd, I'd agree yeah. with you. But Sean, if you ever find a redeemed church and the kind of church that Sharon was just talking about, I would... That's I would, a Nigerian one, yeah. Oh, it's, it's not, so, yeah, it's a Nigerian one, but it's a specific oh, right, type okay. of Nigerian one. And I would wager almost like <laughs> 90% that that was a redeemed church that you were in, Sharon. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would, I would, 90% that was a redeemed church. But anyway, anyway, let's get into the actual anyway. films that we're going to review this week. So, the big one that we're going to kick off with is The Invisible Man. Now, this is an update. Well, when you hear that, first of all, a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, Invisible Man, I've heard that before. You start thinking H.G. Wells, and you might wonder why on earth hasn't Sharon seen this? Because obviously, this is a literary adaptation, isn't it? Yeah. And it's World Book Day, yes, of course. <laughs> I would, yeah. <laughs> but it is, but but it isn't actually a literary adaptation. This ah. is, yeah, no, this is a film that is getting a lot of buzz. And Sean, I am so interested to see what you think. But uh, if if yeah. I if I may give a, a okay, let me give a recap of the story, and then you let me know if I'm right or not. So it stars Elizabeth Moss, who is somebody who is a Scientologist, by the way. Is she? She? Yes. Oh, wow. Is wow, she? I never knew that. <laughs> there you go. It's strange with connections. Wow. Oh wow. That has that, that has put her in a totally different light. But anyway, I love her as an actress. So <laughs> so it starts Elizabeth Moss, who is um I think at the beginning of the film when you meet her, she is in a relationship with a sort of tech billionaire. I think like, you know, sort of like tech entrepreneur. Um and she is but it's an abusive relationship. So she escapes, gets out of the relationship. They and the thing comes down. They say that the guy is dead. The guy died, and she's thinking, "Oh, I'm finally free." But then it starts seeming as if he isn't actually dead, and that there's something going on, and stuff that happens starts happening in her life, where it seems like this guy has found a way of making himself invisible and is stalking her. But obviously, nobody believes her. Is that generally the premise of the film? That's generally the premise of the film, Toes. You pretty much nailed it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so 
That being said, that being said, I am fascinated to see because there's some things that a lot of people have been saying about these, this film, and I want to see whether you end up saying the same things or you end up picking up the same things about this film. So what did you think about The Invisible Man? Okay, I, 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 the whole story. Okay, so I started out with a really interesting premise, and he is a billionaire. He's into optics, so you know, yeah. optics are, are, are quite interesting things. That's where he's made his money. Now, let me just think about this a little bit. So it starts off, I thought, oh, this is interesting. This is good. I like the concept. I like the ideas. But then, oh, I'm so sorry. It's just like this could have been something really, really good that I would have enjoyed. But it's just... I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be sort of spoilerific, but let's just say that, you know, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys have ever had paint over you, but, you know, like had paint or got paint on you or something I've like that. Yeah. Paint, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if you've got covered in paint, you know, and it can sort of be cleaned in, shall we say, a minute. Do you if know you've what got I mean? the right it's solvent to clean sort, it. Sort, yeah. yeah, but if you need paint. You know, if you've only got water, you know, it's, it's um, yeah. so, and also there's another bit where, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to put the spoiler in because okay. I'm sure people pick up. Okay. So spoiler alert here. Yeah. Okay, okay, spoiler alert, but, but Sean, essentially, is this one of these films that you start, you, you end up having like, uh, go on a crusade about things that logically do not make sense? Yes, <laughs> basically. Basically, I mean, it's good, don't get me wrong, it's well acted and she is great. Yeah. She re- is really, she, you, you, you could put her down. If you was to see her, she played a neurotic woman. who's yeah. just like, nobody would believe because, you know, she looks, the makeup's absolutely excellent and they're like, you know, get out of here, you know, yeah. something like that. And she's explaining and then, you know, sort of stuff happens. If you, if you, let's, let's just say someone somewhere, you're on foot and another person's in a car and drives 40 miles. Yep. It's going to take someone on foot a hell of a lot longer to get 40 miles than it is in a car. Okay. All right. So, so, so you, how did you get there? How did you get there? So, so you have you, problem, you have you have the problem with logical inconsistencies in logic. That's it. Toes in, you nailed it. Logical <laughs> inconsistencies, and also this is the bit that I meant just. But sometimes, like if something happens, something gets damaged, you've got like a phasey in and out. But there's hundreds of people. But the only time it phases in is. And so, so, with, okay. with, with a woman and then all the other people are there and it, it miraculously like you know they still can't see okay it. okay all right okay so I know I'm sounding confusing <laughs> and it sounds confusing it was it was totally like so okay, whatever okay. rules it sets for itself it didn't follow yeah. its own rules okay so okay. so what I'm, yeah what I'm gonna say is right okay let's just say something gets damaged so you get like a glitch a bit like Okay, okay, so I think think it's 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 no it's no because even you watch the trailers for this film, it's no surprise or it's no it's no secret that what you actually have in this film is that he's built himself a suit because he's into optics and he's built himself a suit. So you're saying that essentially when you have a suit on the same way having like an Iron Man film or something like that, and then sometimes it malfunctions. But but let's say the suit gets damaged, so occasionally it phases in and you Mm -hmm. can actually see the suit. So okay. it's like a blinking. It's like blinking. Yeah. yeah so but no one else can see it. But no one else sees no it blinking, except when, do you know what I mean? They can't. They, so so like, even though you'd think, what just, was that flickering yeah, in the yeah, corner yeah, of your eye? Yeah, no one sees okay. that. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, incredibly oh. lucky. I mean, it's so, so, yeah, loads and loads of inconsistencies in this. I thought it, it could have been a good film. You know, I mean, I'm not knocking it because I think the acting was great, but it's just that those, those few little moments where I'm like, mm, that's a bit lucky. You know, lucky things happen. And, right, so how many stars um, would you um, give it? 
me, this I would, I would probably give it a three star for the acting. I mean, it's not like horrific. Yeah. And I think it's a really, really good premise. And I think the suit idea was was spot on. And you know, I could see something like that happening. But I just, I just was like. How the hell did you get there that fast <laughs> when you were like hundreds of miles away? Yeah. You know, how the hell did that happen? How did you get there just at the right time? You know? Oh, all right. It's so, like, you know, someone, that's just, you, you know, you don't know where someone's going, do you? If you were going to, and they just happen to know where they're going. Oh, so, like, so, okay. Well, what? I mean, if you were going somewhere, Sharon, right, just say, yeah. for instance, now, we left here. Sorry to do this, Sorry, there was someone there and you said, right, I'm going. Or yeah. you were running away from me. I'm not going to know. And you, you, you get in your car and you drive off somewhere. I'm not going to know where you've gone. No. But. Because I may not necessarily go straight. But then away. if I turn up, I mean, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm sort of trying to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. But if he's invisible, he could have been in the backseat the whole time. But. <laughs> okay, but. Yeah, uh, possibly. So, 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 Sean, now this is the thing that I. Uh, because a lot of the stuff that has been said about this film has been said in the. So it's. it's becoming part of a conversation in a way that I, if I'm going to be honest, I did not expect you to connect with this bit of the film at all. And so a lot of the stuff has been said that it's almost kind of like an allegory for abusive relationships, which is something that obviously with Harvey Weinstein just going to jail recently and all that kind of stuff is in the news at the moment. It's in the public consciousness where people talk about, oh, abusive relationships, all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, is that is that something that you looked at the film, or even if you look at the film now, you can sort of pick up on, like the fact I'm that probably, I probably I probably didn't. I've got to be honest. I probably didn't yeah. pick it up as, a, as an analogy, but I, I can thing. see why now. When you're saying it, yeah, it's a me too thing. But I was I I, I was really chuffed with myself that I knew exactly who was what and who was who, and like you know, there's some some couple of twists, strange reveal. And I I mean, the joy about this was I went to see it with. with couple of friends and I said there's one bit and I said that is that person and, went, and it, it sort of is that person I'm, there you go so <laughs> I was really chuffed at myself and things like that and and I sort of could tell where it was going you know okay. I sort of, sort of could, 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 oh. could so it was a for me it was a predictable film as well so yeah okay but cool. as I say she she was she was the the actress was that Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss, Moss yeah. was spot on she was really really I yeah. thought she was excellent. She's pretty which much. Which is why I've given it the three. Yeah, she's, she's very good. She's very good in Handmaid's Tale and Top yeah. of the Lake and things like that. So she's yeah. Yeah, she she's she really, knows her stuff. She's really good. And but, but imagine that. Imagine the imagine the coincidence that the man who saw everything could spot all the movie tropes. Oh my word! All the movie tropes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know. There you go. See. <laughs> all right. Cool. So, Oh, good. Thank you very much. And that's three stars for The Invisible Man. And now we go over to, obviously, Amazon Prime, because Amazon Prime has sort of, like, drop-kicked Netflix off the show this week. And this is the film that, Sharon, you said you saw earlier today, and this was Skin. So tell us a little bit about Skin. Well, Skin is the story of um, a white supremacist, Mm -hmm. uh, played by Jamie Bell, who um, is covered in these facial tattoos, covered in a lot of these... Gang markings, almost that all have a language of uh, of their own. Yeah, and he is part of this sort of white supremacist gang, and we learn his story that basically he has been adopted as a he was like a homeless child, the child of abusive parents, um, and he basically was on his own from a very young age, and he was taken in by this couple who you know who gave him love and affection and belonging, 
and from a very early age they like groomed him to be this sort of skinhead and they gave him his very first tattoo and his first tattoo was on his face oh wow and then as the years went by he's had these more and more tattoos added to his face so he's like a mask Mm -hmm. it's covered in these sort of yeah almost like neo-nazi imagery and so yeah you see him in this world where he is like he's respected he's feared he's sort of he's part of this family yeah and then he sort of gets in this sort of race confrontation where he he, he mutilates a young black boy where he he's cuts a swastika on his face oh, and this sort of seems to be like the turning point in his life and then he meets this woman who's got young children and he basically starts takes a step back and he sort of starts to see his life that it's not the ideal and as he sees another sort of young homeless boy sort of taken in and start to be groomed, I think he starts to see that disconnect between like, actually, this is not what, what it's supposed to be. This is not a home. This is not a, a loving environment. You know, I'm here because I'm, you know, made to do here. And, then, and, there's, a, and there's an expectation that if you belong, you have to do things. Yeah. And the, and the, the woman he meets say, family isn't about doing stuff. You don't have to do something to become a family. You know, it's not about what you can do for them. They're yeah. just your family. Yeah. And he meets this guy who runs an organization that helps to like, deprogram white supremacists. He's a, he's a black man who has this has this organization of, that, that, that confronts, but not in a violent way, people in the sort of KKK and people in these white supremacist groups. Yeah. This particular group, they call themselves like Vikings and they call themselves, you know, the Nordic whatever because they sort of draw upon that 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 northern european ancestry yeah and so he yeah he, he so you see this through and part of the process of his like rehabilitation is he decides when he decides to leave the gang um he's going to get some of his facial tattoos removed and the man who um or ha- is organizing this sort of withdrawal group basically has has got funds where they can help people who've got facial tattoos get those sort of gang markers removed so they can then start going back into normal life. Mm. And so it's based on a true story. It's oh, wow. uh, very powerfully paid, played by all the actors, you know, because you think there's nothing more repugnant, really, than to most people than the white, the white supremacist gangs, where they're covered in, like, Nazi tattoos or they're covered in these gang tattoos. And you look at them and you think, ugh. Yeah, um, but so, so Jamie Bow does do a... a quite a good job in actually humanising him mm-hmm. and actually and the guy who plays the guy who helps him I can't remember I can't see his name on the list here and he sees beyond the tattoos he sees beyond this hatred and he says you know you don't reach people by through hatred through sort of aggression through violence you know you you have to find a way of drawing them out yeah and and so he, he uses this you know these contacts he makes um to draw these these men, primarily these young white men, out of this sort of destructive, violent environment. And and you see at the end of the film, there's this sort of montage of the real guy, and at each stage of his these tattoo removals, they've taken a photograph of him, and you see him, this tattooed monster, really, and then you see the man emerging as by, it took over two years to get these tattoos removed from his face. Oh, wow. Um, Is it American? It's American, yeah. So, um, and then you see him, sort of, this sort of man emerging. And now they work together, these two men work together, trying to 
so they deprogram almost these other people in these gangs to say, look, actually, because someone has got covered in these tattoos and they may look like they're completely irredeemable, they're not beyond reach, they're not beyond hope, and they can be sort of saved. And this, yeah, so this was about, I think, a film about redemption in many ways. So that did sort of appeal to me. Yes, yeah, so I was about to say that with that, it's ticking a lot of your boxes. Yeah, so I've seen films like American History X, and I've seen films. You took the words right off my mouth. I, I was just about to ask you about. I was just about to mention. So American History X. <laughs> yeah, so I have seen all those, and again, that's sort of about. Uh, and I've seen yeah, Rob Stomper. And uh, so, but this one, I think, sort of goes to the more where I, this is more where I live in that it, it deals with like this whole redemptive process of how someone who is you know seemingly you know would be untouchable you think if anyone was going to come out of the gangs it would not be this guy um but it it does and he does come out and he um finds a place for himself outside of this environment but you can understand how that we're looking at the Scientology thing what makes people draw into it you can understand why he ended up in that home because they gave him something that he didn't have (laughs) and what did they say when he wanted to come out how did the other people oh he was shot he was was beaten up he was his children were threatened his family were threatened he had to go into hiding and oh yeah they they did everything they possibly could but he did actually turn states or whatever they call it over there yeah and um and he, he actually incorporated with the fbi and a lot of them were arrested mm. but yeah they were they were violent and they're not very nice people and they're yeah, sort of long you know your family don't expect you to do stuff to belong and if they're asking you to do things to belong like burn down a mosque or like beat up a black teenager yeah. That's not family, and I think it only took something like that simple, almost, for him to wake to wake up to himself. Um, so I really enjoyed it. So I would actually, it's very swearing, it's very violent, it's quite uncomfortable viewing. Um, it's not uh, a film I would sort of, you know, say is a Sunday afternoon film. <laughs> but I, I really enjoyed it, and I, I thought it had a lot. I thought it had value. So I would give it actually a four. A four, good stuff. A score, yeah. So, yeah, so ask, you've got to sort of go, yeah, Winston. <laughs> so, is this one of these films that um, does it does it try to absolve him of the things he's done? No. Okay. All right. Good. We, I don't think no. It shows you that he is a man who will draw a knife on someone who just who did stab someone who did mutilate a young teenage boy. Okay. And you see him with all the front, and I think he doesn't try to deny his past. And he sort of, when he looks at himself in the mirror and he sees all this, you almost get the feeling that it's sort of like a, it's, what he's done to his face is almost like Dorian Gray. It's like he's he's becomes a walking portrait of Dorian Gray. I suppose to being hidden, mm-hmm. all his sins are showing on his face. He's like painted them on himself. So it's like the reverse of Dorian Gray in many ways. So right. I. Just to use my literary connection. <laughs> but that's the way I thought of it. I thought, you know, instead or, or, of his hiding his sins, all his sins are written on, written, written all plain over. all yeah. over him in black ink. Sharon, Sharon, two so things. Like, like, two, like two notches th- on a gun belt. Yeah. So Sharon, two things. Number one, deep. And number two, <laughs> and number two, it's like well done to you. Like on World Book Day, getting the literary thing in there, just weaving it yes. in like it's no big deal. So, like, <laughs> okay, and um, I'm guessing also, especially after last week, where I, where I spoke about greed and I spoke about a film that sort of like you know shows like we know there's problems, give us a bit of a solution. I guess I can't really yeah. begrudge a film that tries to show you that hey, this might not be the solution, but it was a solution. So yes. Uh, all right, cool, good stuff. And now we move on to going back to cinema, and we are going to talk Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, 
as I, as I said, okay, I had to essentially. I am a child. Okay, I was born in the eighties, but that means I was a teenager in the nineties. And in the teenager in the nineties, video games—that's when video video games nowadays are massive business. They are so big that they they think that the video game industry actually makes more money than movies. But at the beginning of this, uh, well, you had like you know your Ataris and all that kind of stuff, and they had um, two big companies, and that was Nintendo and Sega. Sega made the Mega Drive, and Se- so everybody knows of Mario the plumber, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nintendo, oh. exactly. It's, oh. it's, it's me, it's Mario. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So Mario was Nintendo, and Sega had Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. He was their main one. He was the big guy. He was every time there was a Sonic game released, it was big. And Sega had ended up having some problems, and I think they've been bought by a couple of different people. And then the games—they don't really exist as a console maker anymore. But they—but people still use the Sega name to make games. And now they've gone into movie making, and they came up with this. And this is Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, which is—and uh, this is a film that you might have heard about this a couple of months ago, sometime in tw- uh, 2019. They released the first trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. And the internet blew up. The internet went crazy going, what the hell do you think you've done? He looks weird. He doesn't look right. And they had changed. Uh, to be honest with you, first of all, I've got to be honest with you. I did. I thought he looked a bit weird. He looked like a man wearing a hedgehog, a blue hedgehog co- um, costume. And they, it, the, the opera was so big and so loud that the director said, okay, we've heard you. And the studio went, we can't release this film because it's just going to be horrible. So they went back, took a couple of months, and they redid the entire film and redesigned Sonic from the ground up to make him look a lot more like his video game counterpart. Then they released a second trailer, and everybody was like, oh, well done. Oh, my God, this is great. Yeah, he looks like Sonic. And... and all the while this was going on, I was like, well, it doesn't matter. The film's still going to be rubbish. Because <laughs> I, was, I was like, the film's still going to, whether he looks like Sonic, whether he looks like Sonic, he, the film is still going to be rubbish. And the main reason for it is, remember when I, I caught a little bit of Godzilla, King of Monsters, on TV earlier today? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I caught a little bit of it. And I did. I only caught maybe about... 10 minutes or something like that but it uh it was the bit where the king Ghidorah and Godzilla have a fight where king Ghidorah first shows up and there's bits of it and I can totally see what you're talking about about the film where there's bits of where you're like oh that is actually beautiful that is a beautiful shot like there's this shot where they have king Ghidorah still in ice and all the humans are standing in ice in front of like this claw that you can just see through the ice and I'm like that is a beautiful shot um, but I remember saying that that film was going to be ruined by the humans because they're going to focus yeah. on the humans and we don't need the humans. We just need these monsters fighting each other. We get rid of the humans. <laughs> exactly. And I, this is, that's exactly what I said about Sonic because Sonic in the video game of Sonic, there isn't really any human. You have Do- Dr. Robotnik, who's the bad guy, but there isn't really any human. It's Sonic running around and it's like this, this hedgehog running around and hitting all these weird, all the creatures and all. But the trailers made it clear that, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't make a film about that. So we brought Sonic into the real world. And I, and I smacked my head and I was like, why on earth have they done this? So even when they changed the design of Sonic, I was like, it doesn't matter. The film is still going to be terrible. Why on earth are people, why are people like looking as if this is like a redemption? So I went to watch this film with like, you know, like expectations in the toilets. 
my expectations were. Uh, I was just, I was just kind of like, I was like, look, I have to do right by the fourteen-year-old me, and I have to go watch this film because fourteen-year-old me will be like, what? There's a Sonic movie. I don't watch it. You've got to go watch that thing. And I've got to say, this film has no right to be as good as it is. This, well, <laughs> yeah, it's not expecting that, Tenzin. I know this. Mind it, you, mind you, people said that about Pikachu, didn't they? And Detective like Pikachu. Pikachu, yeah, yeah Detective Pikachu, Detective yeah. Pikachu, yeah. Well, the, the Detective Pikachu had uh, had more more going for it, quite frankly. But it's it's because the the whole idea is that with Pikachu with Pokemon, they do hang around besides humans, so that makes sense. But so th- this film, it's I mean, sure enough, they've come up with a weird story that they've tried to put around the whole thing, and that and if you think too much about the story, it's just, but the, it's just a lot of fun. This film is a lot of fun. Ben Schwartz, who plays Sonic, he gets it spot on. He's it's just sort of like Sonic is he is precocious without being annoying. If you get what I mean, um, James, yeah. James Marsden, I mean, is brilliant in this film in what could be almost a thankless task. There's a whole bunch of things like uh, Tika Sumter plays James Marsden's wife, and she really doesn't really get much to do. But the I think would you would you have need to play the game to enjoy it more than <laughs> heck no? I mean, because I know nothing <laughs> apart from the actual creature and rings. I don't know nothing about. <laughs> No. about sonic at all you, so would you need to know it it's like you it's don't like that breaking bad thing you reviewed about all yeah, El Camino. Breaking bad. yeah, I, I, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and I, I am bothered to watch that because i've never seen breaking bad so people yeah. said well you need to see breaking bad do you need to know sonic the hedgehog game you, you, you don't need you don't need to know anything about sonic the hedgehog this is this is as far removed from the game <laughs> as, <laughs> it's, as it's possible it's it's oh it's 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 a it's about as far removed from the game as you can. I still call it Sonic because they there's a little bit at the beginning where they show you his like he says this is where I live and what they show you is pretty much the first level of the video game of the original Sonic video game and seeing that on screen there were, I mean the 14 year old in me did jump I have to admit and go oh my god look at that that is so cool even though I never really played Sonic I recognized that I was like that is the first level of Sonic and and I like what they've done because Sonic he collects rings like Mario collects coins Sonic collects rings and um I like what they've done with the rings and how they've tried to sort of make the rings into a sort of story. They've managed to pull something together that one of my friends who, there's three of us who grew up in Nigeria who were into video games around about the same time. And Benga, he said, he was like, it was actually fun. He said he had a lot of fun. And I have to admit, the film is a lot of fun. It is not, it, it's probably going to do well enough to get a sequel. And there is sequel baited in there. And I have to say about Jim Carrey, this is Jim Carrey on crazy form that he hasn't been in a while. And some people like that. Some people absolutely hate that. I personally really, really like it. I thought, I thought for the character of Dr. Robotnik, Jim Carrey was spot on. Now, you might notice I'm not saying much about the storyline of the film because it is inconsequential. <laughs> um, <laughs> the storyline of the film is... You've got a blue hedgehog running around. You don't need a story for that. Exactly. There's a blue hedgehog running around. Somehow he's on, he's on Earth stuff happens whatever <laughs> but it's like but yeah it um this film is a lot more fun than it has any rights to be i'm sorry because everything everything in the run up to this one told me that it's going this is this is going bad Every, this, has, this film has everything going against it and i was actually really really pleased to see that my, maybe it, something has managed to shut up the cynic in me because I was really beginning to worry I was getting way too cynical for my own good. But um, but having said that, I would give it a three. 
it's a fun, fun three. If you have any kids, yeah, you want to go watch it, yeah, take them with you. Um, but it's uh, it's good. Right, and now we go back over to Amazon Prime, who, as we said, have dropkick Netflix off the show this week. And this is the big Amazon Prime sort of thing this week that they're pushing a lot, especially ever since, like, you know, Al Pacino. I'm, I'm not sure how they, whether they planned this ages ago or anything, like, but Al Pacino gets nominated for Best Supporting Actor Oscar for The Irishman, and pretty much immediately after the Oscars, this thing, people were like, oh my god, there's this new thing, it's called Hunters, Al Pacino's gonna be in it, it's gonna be on Amazon Prime, and so, Sean, from what I can gather, and from some of the controversy that has been about this TV show, this is about people in, uh, in sort of, like, modern-day people who are hunting Nazis who have managed to escape persecution from the Second World War, or something like that. Yeah, basically, there was this, after the war, and, and it's a bit of fact in this, isn't there? Because they yeah. needed, like, Warner Von Braun and all those people for the, for the space rockets. They yeah, the, the space program. rockets. Yeah. And there was this thing called Paperclip, which I think they must have, just people who made this must have done some research, where leading Nazis were brought over, and it was sort of all covered up, given new identities yeah. and all stuff like that. Oh, because um, of the scientific then, scientific um, thing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they just wanted, because they, they wanted to use their minds, you know, yeah. and... Um, which is what they did. Warner von Braun, who invented yeah. the V two rocket for the Nazis, uh, you know. Uh, oh, we don't. We don't want the Soviets to happen. They don't, we don't want the Soviets to happen. So they 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 sort of more or less give them, you know, give them immunity, really. And so you've got this little gang that that go after them, you know. So you've got a little gang. So when is this actually set? Is it set it's, in it's, now, two thousand seven? Nineties. Nineties, like I say, because they're like big, and maybe they're nineteen year olds if they're hunting Nazis now. So, which is Al Pacino? Yeah. So basically, you've got this little gang that that go hunting, and you've got a gang of Nazis. So you've got a little gang of Nazis, which are a gang as well. You know, there's like this whole whole system where they're trying to so protecting their they're protecting their identities, and they're doing some still doing some pretty bad shit because they're still quite racist. You know, they they want to create the fourth right. Just like boys from Brazil. No, no, no. Well, a little bit. Actually, funny you should say that because there is a bit where you've got. Anyway, so basically, you've got two teams. Yeah, yeah. you've got two teams, and and the team of hunters is great. So you've got obviously Al Pacino, who's um, who's uh, <laughs> the the boss. Yep. And then you've got um, you've got like uh, 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 black black exploitation seventies lady with with the big hair, the foxy brown sort of. Well, is, is, is she stuff. actually a, is she actually an actor in the show? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's in the show. She's one of the team. No, no, she no. Is, no um... I, mean, I mean, is the character in the show an actor? No, 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 no. Oh, That's oh, the eighties oh, oh. actor. You're thinking of a bloke. There's a bloke, and he's obviously like an eighties actor, like Magnum. Oh, oh like no, no, no. Yeah. Just just when you said black exploitation, Foxy Brown, you you mean that she's dressed like that? So she she's dressed like that. Yeah, okay, and she's cool, got the guns yeah. and all that sort of stuff, and she's pretty kick ass, you know. Yeah. And yep. then you've got the eighties. Don Johnson, you know, um, <laughs> sort of character, you know, actor. Oh, I'm a black actor. I run a bastard, you know. Do you know what I mean? So it's very good. And then you've got a, like a British nun who, who escaped. Who's like pretty? You've got a killer nun in the team. And you've got this. You've got this young lad who starts off with who's really good at figuring stuff out, figuring out codes and stuff. And, and that, then you've got um, you've got Chinese. Lohman. You've got an ex. You've got an ex Vietnam vet who's like you know the weapons expert and all stuff like that. And then you've got this couple that were in Auschwitz. You've got an old couple that were in Auschwitz, which like do all the stuff and recognise and do all the collating yeah. of the evidence. And what a great team! And then on the other side, you've got the 
literally lady, you know, the top top dogs, and then you've got all these other like lieutenants. You've got a couple of young ones, which are like the assassins and that, which obviously when we come to the boys from Brazil, we're like, oh, we're part of And there's a bit of over. Yeah, there's even a bit in it where he says, oh, this bloke, even even Mengele used to be horrified at some of the things he did. So, so anyway. Okay, okay. And, so yeah, it sounds like it sounds like okay. So because you are going through the team, so these are the team of the hunters, so to say, who are who are walking around trying to bring uh, sort of like escaped Nazis to to justice. Uh, yeah. but, and you're you're going through the whole thing, and you're essentially just mentioning sort of like archetype, 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 archetype. And... Yeah, but they're not chosen; they're different. They're like from different different eras, and they also each episode you get like a seventies bit. Each episode you get, and I mean, this is this is way way up my street because it just goes totally off on tangents, and all of a sudden it's like something they go to Coney on to look at something, and all of a sudden it'd be like night fever at the shopman coming, and then the whole whole of the amusement parks is dancing to night fever and doing all the so, all the so, stuff, okay. so, so, and it's hilarious, and they got these they just go on random stuff like so, like, like, like a TV, they got TV, a black and white program, it's like the quiz yeah. thing, and what do we say about? You, you know what I mean, and, and it just goes so, totally random off, off on these things. So, so, like, wow, so wow. when they, so when they have all these different people, are, are these different people actually from different decades, or do they just no, not, not necessarily? But they're all of a, you know, some, some are older than other. Like the nuns, slightly older than the young, the young ones. So yeah, so oh, you've got okay. So okay. I mean, I'm not saying they're particularly age. I'm just saying they're off. So, so it's all all at the same time, but they're just like you know, just like a, a team really. So even though that. The, the the 70s girl i don't know are they on there can you find them roxy roxy jones okay, okay yeah. so roxy roxy jones <laughs> is so it's all they're all of the time but they, so why are they, they all hunting nazis what draws them all together are they recruited like well, the 80s, um, or are they it was, yeah i mean obviously the nazis being sort of white supremacists so you've got that sort of thing and the, the actors says, so yeah, I mean, it's all the different episodes because there's 10 episodes. Yeah. They're all it sort of explained a bit. So you get the you get the stories as they go through, like with the, oh, the nun was... Oh, how they all came together like, and all that. Yeah, so so you have little episodes where it goes, and it just flits from everything. It goes South America, you know, 1950, and, and then, you know, all goes over to Panama. It, it just shoots. It just goes, yeah. it's all over the place. So and, you obviously liked it, oh, but this it, is... It sounds like a lot of... Oh, mate, this was... Just, but this has come into quite some criticism, hasn't it, of not being accurate about Nazi hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that's beside the point that that's it's really about Nazi hunters? It's, 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 it's just a great fun thing to watch. So you don't I mean, think it's, it's a, a serious section about how you hunt a Nazi? No, I don't think it's a... Like Simon, even Simon Weeds are told all the time. But no, it's not that. It's not. This is. I mean, I can understand why people get upset about it because it's just. I mean, do you think it trivialises it? No, not at all. Okay. They're, they're all for, for me. You know, some yeah. people might, but they're all like typical. You know, like the the they're, they're just. The, the, the archetypes. I, mean, I can understand why people might get upset because, like, the Nazis are like you imagine the film. Oh, you know, one of them. They they are Nazis, but they they. Well, the opening scene is is to do with a, a Nazi, but the the other Nazis don't like this particular Nazi, so he has to. Oh, he's a he nasty to, Nazi. But he's a Nazi. No, he's not necessarily a nasty Nazi. What well, he is, he's a horrible one. But he's like he, he's he something, and then he calls in favours from the FBI and some. And you've got all these people that are all. But it's just it's all over the place. It's haphazard and it's great, and it's just. You like, to, yeah, because oh, I, okay. I shied away from it thinking 
I don't know I, if I want anything to me, this is just, that I mean, I, I, I think it's just fine. But you think it's fine? Okay. And I mean, even the titles, I love the titles. There's not very often you watch a whole series and you you let the titles go through, do you? Okay. No, okay. Often I mean, what I mean, okay. if you've okay. watched so, it, you've seen the first one. This, so I even watched it through the titles. How many, how many stars? The titles. It's like a chess set, you know? So it's like a chess yeah. set with them all moving around and all the different characters moving around. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So, I mean, how, how many stars? <sighs> I mean, there's there, obviously a lot of episodes are better than others, but there are a couple of, should we say, I won't call them duds, but there's a couple of episodes that didn't quite, yeah. do you know what I mean? They're, they're a couple of, so, but the majority of them were great, you know? No, fever, I just I can still see that. Now, okay, you know? okay, Sean, Sean, whole, focus, whole focus, part. Sean, back I mean, in the room. <laughs> well, where would that come from? Um, yeah, okay, so I'd probably have to give this a four because... You know, there were a couple of episodes that weren't quite as good as, as but the first, the first few were just. I mean, it was great. I mean, it was just like, so it just, it just went off on, it just went all like, it was all over the place. Different countries, different. Areas, well, different I wasn't areas. expecting that as a review. Were you, Tays? Well, no, no, because to be honest with you, I, I thought that this, this show was going to be a lot more serious, a lot more. But, but from Sorry. the second, from the second show started running through the, the team, I was like, okay, this sounds, this sounds wacky. <laughs> this sounds yeah, this, wacky, this sounds like they're, they're going for a little bit different from what you would expect when you hear oh, we're going to put a team together to hunt Nazis. I was like, because when I heard that, I was expecting someone like you know the Steven Spielberg movie Munich. So Munich, yeah, yeah that type yeah. of thing. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it is, it is totally totally nothing like I, I, in fact, I would even say it's tongue in cheek. It's yeah, it's okay. it's it sounds a lot more it sounds a lot more Inglorious Bastards than it than yeah. it is than it is um what's the uh, Munich. Yeah, a, that in his Munich. Yeah, it's a it's a lot more subtle than it's yes, it's like it's not trial of Eichmann or that sort of thing, where it's no. mixed into the real history. No, but I mean, they're like you know, it's like nope. like the, the the one I was saying about the Nazi that sort of tries to get away from the other Nazis and away from from yeah. this team, you know, and there he's like he's all nice to people, you know what I mean? It's like oh yes, yeah, lovely, lovely, and then if, well, as soon as they find out, he's like just turns on them, you yeah. Know? So. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. To, 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 to me, this is right up my street. So I'm going to give it a strong, strong four. But, you know, I was thinking about it and I was thinking, give it a five. And then I thought, no, because there's a couple of episodes which I might have, uh, you know, weren't quite as. All right. But, okay, okay, okay. I mean, sure, sure. Now let's move on to Dark Waters at Cinema. Okay, Dark Waters. Uh, let's go to Dark Waters at And let's see if you can be as effusive as. As and okay, from what I know about Dark Waters, I really, really do not expect you to be as effusive <laughs> about the, about this film as it was about Hunters. Because okay, so <laughs> so so Dark Waters, from what I can understand, this is uh, based on a true story of a guy who was a corporate lawyer who essentially turned on the corporate company and spent a lot of time trying to prove that the Dupont um, Dupont Corporation in America was willfully poisoning an area because they were putting stuff into the water supply that they knew was poisonous, but they didn't care because they were making money. And it's about, uh, it essentially seems to be like a legal proceeding thing of one of one guy trying to, trying to prove this and stop them from doing it. So tell us, how on earth do you make that interesting? Um, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... so. Uh, what can what can I say about this? Um, uh, it's it's just yeah. I mean, no, I don't know what to say about it. Really, to be honest <laughs> with you, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's basically the story. So what's happened is yeah, they, well, they okay, discovered okay. that 
Yeah, so uh, I think, I think, so we, we know about the story, but you're about to go into, well, tell us what you thought about it. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what you thought about it uh, on why, why you thought that, that, why you have, what makes you give that, give that. Well, it's just like, it was all, it was all pretty deadpan, you know, and all like, I mean, it, I mean, it's based on a true story, obviously. So, yeah. Because it's people you made Spotlight, you made. Yeah, same people, yeah. Spotlight which, was which I like Spotlight. Spotlight, was, Spotlight was absolutely brilliant, yeah. Really well-crafted film. This could have been, this was way, way too long. This was way, okay. way too long. It was just, it just started to drag, you know. Um, I wouldn't say it was a, I hated it, you know, I didn't get that antsy about it, but it did after a while. It was a bit, probably a bit like your feelings with Lighthouse. I was thinking, oh, yeah. come on, yeah, come on. Let's get let's get somewhere. Let's get somewhere. So I mean, and it, I, I guess it's a bit of a character study, and like obviously you get the photos at the end, which are quite interesting of the actual people, and the actual people were actually in the film as well. So yep. the, the people that got, because um, basically with all this going on, and it took years. It, it was over over. I think like decades or something or something like that. Decades, yeah, it went over decades, and so. And Dupont basically owned a town. I guess it'd be a bit like Bourne, but with Cadbury's yeah, and things like towns, that, right? Yeah. And so they basically housing, jobs, yeah, everything. The jobs, everything there. is and, dependent upon this one company. Yeah. And so obviously, there's a bit of a cold shoulder and people being, oh, you know, why don't you go and do, you know, drink? So, so yeah. But it, I mean, it's really interesting. I guess it's a bit factual, but it could have been. Do you feel a sense of outrage when you're watching it, saying, how? Did you do this to your own people? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. You didn't know. Not, so. not from a personal point of view. Maybe I should have done. Yeah, in fact, no, I'm not no, that sympathetic. But, but uh, I mean, it's, that's called, what it it's, called, generate, it's called it's called for business. Yeah. It's, you know. So, so is, is um, it, so Sean, have you seen Aaron Brockovich? I have. Yes. Was that's it? Was it? Was it, was it a bit? Now. Was it a bit like Aaron Brockovich? No, Aaron Brockovich was much better. All right. Okay. So, so this I just found found um, just. I mean, Mark Ruffalo, who. Plays a lawyer was yeah. was quite good. He, I mean, he's really deadpan, almost sort of to the stage of being a lot, maybe perhaps on the autistic spectrum. You know, and there was this this sort of his wife was say the normal domestic stuff. Yeah. You know, when someone's so obsessed with doing something, yeah. they you know yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. some of their personal relationships tend to suffer to go by the by. Yeah. Um, so, and that's Anne Hathaway. That's Anne Hathaway. Oh. Yeah. We, I, didn't like she's appearing in this. more and more stuff lately. I noticed she's a popping up a bit more than yeah, no, she's not. She's stopping appearing in something I'm about to talk about. Mm. Yeah, Tim <laughs> Robbins was good. We like Tim Robbins. Oh, yeah, Tim he's Robbins. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. Um, but what was really, really interesting was um, the guy who was in the first Independence Day who played the president. What's his name? Bill Pullman. Yeah. yeah, he was in it. He's aged. He's aged. He's a got a beard, beard, isn't he? Now he didn't in that, oh, but he did in that. But he's like a he's one of those um. Basically, they go when they go to court, try some things. Yeah. He's like one of the people that's in the. the he's been in a place called go. the Sinner, and that's been his like um, brought him back into the floor. Okay. So yeah, but anyway, so he's this, so he's like this one boy, and he's quite funny. And so the the Mark Ruffalo character is saying, "Say this, say this, say the other." And he's going, "Yeah, yeah, I'm also. Right. I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do." So that bit was quite quite entertaining, and I, I think he, Bill Pullman played a really really good good part in this. Yeah. Um. I still would like him from while he was sleeping, you know. So I always have a bit of a, a twinkle for Bill Pullman. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I, think, yeah, I, think, it, I, like, I like Bill Pullman. I think he's good. Yeah, yeah. he's good. He's, uh, he's sort of yeah, he's uh, interesting uh, character. Oh, um, so yeah. Um, and what else can I say about? It? So I just found it a little bit too long. Okay. I mean, the, the, 
it, the interest was there, and at the end, to see the, the photographs of the people and the actual people. So that was quite interesting. But, so, how many yeah. stars? Mm, a low three. A low three. Four. Oh, low three, yeah. Low what was three. it chosen? You, yeah. you, because you probably look at these things because I never do. I don't know if you do, Sam. Do you ever look at reviews or stuff like that? I never seem to do that. I never, Not I never either. think to look. So, do you, um, what were the reviews for this like toast? Because I know you probably. Oh, I think they they pretty much agree with you. Do they? Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The the reviews that I've seen anyway pretty much agree with you that um it, it's like you know it's a worthy thing it's a worthy cause but it's uh it but they all they all been saying around about three. Uh, the thing that reminds yeah. me there was a John Travolta movie in the nineties called A Civil Action, which um the basic premise of this reminded me a lot of that film. Um, and because that was all about like a lawyer trying to go on a crusade, going from the point of oh, I'm just here to make money to oh my god, we need to stop this company killing people. And mm-hmm. yeah, it reminded me a lot of that when uh, when I was hearing about what this film's all about. Uh, yeah, but it, it but as I said, it's, it's it might be one of those things, a bit like how I spoke about Just Mercy. I said a film that needs to be made because these things keep happening, and we need to we need to figure out a way of trying to stop it. But um, well, to be honest with you, this film I expected to be a bit sort of by the numbers because if you have your Erin Brockovich and you have your civil action, I feel like you have the playbook of how to make a film like this. And um, yeah, it, well, we'll see. We'll see if I manage to catch it, and then I can let you know what I think. But if I'm if I'm going to catch a film out of all the ones you've mentioned, it's going to be The Invisible Man, right? So now we carry on to our final a final thing of the day. Uh, final thing that we're going to be talking about today, and that is modern love. Once again, Amazon bringing this back in. Now, modern love is this is a TV series, is an anthology TV series that is based on a New York Times column called Modern Love, where people write essays about the experiences of love in New York, and they've taken um, eight of these essays and adapted them into sort of like half an hour long episodes so it's pretty good i actually quite like this because it was i think nowadays i I think of half an hour episode things as bite size i'm not sure about you guys but if something is like an hour or 45 minutes you're like oh my god i'm gonna have to pay attention (laughs) yeah that takes that takes commitment i'm gonna have to pay attention why why are you so long but each one of these is only like half an hour long and um each and they have things like the they have sort of weird titles and i think the titles some of them might be taken from the original essay titles like the first one is when your doorman's your main man and uh the second one is called when cupid is a pushy journalist and uh there's one called uh, take me as i am whoever i may be and each one each episode has different stars who show up in it and most of them end up being like a sort of two-hander so the first one has christina milotti who people might know from wolf of wall street and from how i met your mother she was the mother um, and uh, an actor who I did not recognize, who I've never heard before, but he plays her doorman, and it's this really is this story about how she lives in this apartment in New York, and he's the doorman, and it's about all these sort of like different relationships she's had over the year, and how he was the only real constant in all of that, and it carries on to to all these things, and they're really really well done, they're really really well acted, written, 
So some of them are a little bit sweet, but the fact is that they're based on real life things and based on real life articles that you can go and you can read. And actually, it, it sent me straight away. And I figured that whoever wrote this knew straight away, immediately after watching it, you go straight online and go, what happened in real life? What actually happened in real life? Did I actually happen? Did I? Did I happen? Did that guy nearly kill himself on the first date? <laughs> all that. All that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, you end up going through uh, finding out what actually happened to all these people and what actually was on or what actually um uh, was good so it was it it was really good the final episode ends in a way that depending on how you look at it you might either think it is the cheesiest thing in the world or just pretty sweet or just kind of like um it and and i think it 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 sort of belies the fact that this originally came from essays because it's a bit like, you know, when somebody writes an essay and then has like a final paragraph to round off everything that they've just been telling you in the whole essay. Yeah. Yeah. The fine, the, the, it sort of ends with that, but there are some, there's some really, really good episodes in there. The, the final one is one about, it's about old love. It's called something about the race gets sweeter in its final lap or something like that. And stars Jane Alexander and James Saito as a couple who find themselves when they're probably in their 60s 70s and how yeah how that and it's and it's it's just really it it's the almost the entire episode takes the form of an eulogy and it's just such it's so well done there's some bits in it that just make you go oh that is so nice some of them are a bit where a bit scary some of them are a bit kind of like oh what the heck is going on here (laughs) there's one particular episode that's that has a title that goes so what if you look like my dad? It was just dinner, right? Oh. <laughs> yes. It's like, no, 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 want to go there. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and that episode, that particular episode, it, there are bits of it that are a little bit, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you realize, hang on, wait, this is based on a true story. This uh, oh, a, lot, yeah. a, lot, a lot of the stuff actually happened. So it, but but Sharon, especially you, I think Sean might have left the room just by listening. No, 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 no. no. I was just, I was just, <laughs> listening. I was just getting the thing in. Probably that's No, that I think yeah, this is uh, something I, I probably would check out. Um, no, I, you would, again, because yeah. they're short and they're yeah, they're short. I mean, I can do short. And they're two-handers. I like yeah. quite like two-handers. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're so. short. They're, they're short, and they're 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 short. They are. They're sweet. Some of, uh, uh, and I think I think it's one of those things. Are where, the couples? Are the couples all the same? They're all like friends or something. Is it like a friendship group as well? No, no, I mean, no. Are they all, all, they're, they're all know different. each other. Was it? Oh. No, or, no. Is it or, or is it separate stories? It's separate stories. Totally separate stories. Right. So each totally so stories. each story is self-contained. Each story is self-contained. Right. It finishes off. This isn't like love actually. So it, they, they don't into it. Oh right. Okay. It's no. just seeing people two episodes, two episodes or whatever. No, no, okay. it's just it's just one. Well, each each person's in one episode, so each right, uh, each each thing is in one episode, and some and because and I think it's one of those things where it actually fulfills its title when it says modern love. So they they these things are not rom coms. These episodes are not rom coms. They are very much kind of like this is life in New York. Life in New York is crazy, and when you're trying to find love in New York, crazy things happen. So you and some and some some of the stories are not even really about romantic love. They they about there's one particular one that is is called Rallying to Keep the Game Alive, which is it stars Tina Fey and um, John Slattery, and it's based on you know the actor Dennis Leary. Oh yeah, yeah. It's based on the true life story of Dennis Leary and his wife, 
at, at his current wife and that it's it's so i just i think that the, the entire series is really really well done and it's one of those shows that makes you think you know what new york is a magical place maybe i should go there on holiday <laughs> so because obviously because it's based uh, on articles in the new york times every single story is set in new york so it's really really good i would give it a four out of five and i would say oh, wow. yeah i would say go 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 check it out go check it out if you like romance and go check it out quite frankly if you don't <laughs> so yeah i might do that yeah it's it's pretty good all right cool so that is that and all that's left to say is who it is that has won this week now because things have been a bit uniform this week i think it's pretty obvious who has won this week <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think amazon i yeah. think probably probably amazon <laughs> It's got this one. Amazon Prime has got this one. You yeah. are correct. Yeah, with fours all across the board. Cinema has had a bit of a... Uh, is is that a bit of a near week uh, with fours all across the board? I mean, if I had to go see a film out of these films that we spoke about this week, I would go for The Invisible Man. But as as I said, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is well, there might not be. It doesn't seem to be much on next week. So maybe... That's what I'm going to see. Oh, I might end up watching that, but it's not probably what I'm gonna. Well, military wise, pardon? Military wise is on, is it? That should, yeah. We're due to watch that next week if it's out. All right, cool. Yeah, at a I, cinema near me, anyway. All right, cool. <laughs> I, I will go do that. I will go. I, I think I'll go find um, military wives because, as we all know, we're not going to be watching James Bond anytime soon. So, no. <laughs> so yeah. Um, all right, but anyway, all that's left to say is a goodbye from me. Uh, goodbye from me and uh, goodbye from me so so yeah it'd be quite good get, if you can get see Hunters because yeah. I mean you probably hate it you guys but yeah. it's, it's not it's not a, it's not for me personally I don't think it's meant to take it seriously but that is that's my, my highlight of the past yeah, yeah. alright cool good stuff thank you very much see you next week <laughs>